Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Podcast. It is me, your host, Evan, here with, no, that is not Gabe Montello. That is our special guest, Jim Status, host of the Jim Status Show. Jim, thank you so much for coming back on. Hey, E, it's always a pleasure to be on, bro. Uh, uh, you know, your show's great, and, and it's always a pleasure to be on. That's all I got to say. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's start uh, hitting some home runs here. Yeah, all right. So before we get started, though, just a reminder for everybody to check out our new store at Empire State Conservative to go back into fighting leftist tyranny in New York. We are fresh off of our 60-day Facebook Live ban status. I'm going to ask you, please don't get us back on one, all right? I know we tend to get the uh, PC track, but uh, I think we can keep it, keep it enough where uh, I won't get banned again. But let's, <laughs> I want to start, first of all, we're going to talk this whole nonsense. We're going to just break down this vaccine nonsense that's going on right now. First of all, Joe Biden decided that, well, not Joe Biden, because Joe Biden doesn't do anything. Joe Biden sits in a room until they tell him to get up. Whoever runs Joe Biden's Twitter account decided to tell Americans that now, following, you don't have to wear a mask. And then, but if you are not vaccinated, you still have to wear one. So, Status with between that and the free beer coupons and the free donuts. What do you see going on with this? It's we talked a little bit about a pre-show. It's kind of like our freedom is being held hostage. How do you see this? Yeah, so what they're doing is they're promising your freedom back and they're giving you all these free goodies. And we all know leftists love free goodies and they can't help themselves. So um, you know, the government cares about your health. But they're giving you beer, donuts, uh, uh, White Castle burgers. And now they're promising you that you don't have to wear a mask anymore. But the insanity is if you go to the uh, Instagram or the Twitter where they announce that you don't have to wear a mask anymore if you vaccinate yourself, um, you got a whole bunch of people in the comment section saying, oh, I'm still going to wear a mask because I don't want to look like a Republican. I don't want to look like a Trump supporter. And it's like, so you, you do you not understand the disrespect of a authority figure telling you to cover your face? An authority figure asking you to do anything is is a disrespect to your to yourself. You know, a, you know, a, a a government figure saying you need to wear your left foot on your right shoe and your right shoe on your left foot. Oh, okay, I'll do it. Why? I don't know. I'll just do it because the government said so. But that's the funny part about this. Is that all these people that got their vaccine right? So life could okay. No, I'm not going to do it. It's like the whole half the reason why I know a lot of people got the vaccine was literally so that we could end this mask nonsense and everything could open up. It's not that they are scared of coronavirus. It's not that they really believe in the vaccine so much. It's more that they want things to go back to normal and they're willing to pay the price of an experimental vaccine. This is what this is. We are in human trials. So when people ask me why I won't get the vaccine, it's not that I distrust. I'm not. I'm not. I understand the people who distrust it. I understand the people who have seen things like the Tuskegee experiment, all these things. 100% get that. I don't want to put what is an experimental vaccine into my body. I don't even get the flu shot. I got my tetanus shot. I know that thing works. All right. I'm not anti-vax, but I am anti-experimental vaccine and I am anti-forced vaccination. So all these people who did this so life could go, oh, I'm not a selfish person, so I'll keep wearing my mask. But the authority who you trust is now telling you you don't have to.
but you're still going to do it. These people are so brainwashed and they're so just, they just, they're so obsessed with how they look to other people as opposed to what the reality is. And that's the biggest problem that we have in this country right now. It's how do I look to other people as opposed to what's actually going on? Yeah. And the thing, another thing is your immune system, supposedly, um, you have a 99.2 or something, 99.4 survival rate with your natural immune system. And so now with the vaccine, it's like a 95%. So with the vaccine, it's less than with your own immune system. But people don't trust their own immune system. We've lived on this planet for hundreds of thousands of years with different things every few uh, uh, years. And our body adjusts. It gets accustomed to it. If you look at the statistics, the people that passed away were, you know, they were already on the edge of passing away. And then, yeah, you got that odd, you know, oh, I knew this guy who worked out every day and he was super healthy and he died. Yes. Okay. With everything, you always have an anomaly. You always have an outlier. But the majority was, you know, people that any uh, a strong wind was going to take them out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, the majority of people dying were people who were either elderly or obese or had diabetes or heart disease or some other mitigating factor. Yeah, and they're putting the whole country on uh, lockdown. And it, all of this is just compliance. The 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 uh, mask is just a compliance. Um, it's just to, um, for example, when it comes to um, sexual relations with uh, with the female, and you guys are you got her in some crazy position, right? You got her in some crazy position where you guys are doing all types of X-rated stuff, right? How did you get there? How did you get her in that X-rated position? Am I keeping it clean here? Yeah, it's clean. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay. Okay. How did you get her in that X-rated position? You started with a hand on the shoulder. Then you got a little closer. Then you started with a little kiss. Then after that, it was a little touching. Then after that, it was one piece of clothing, two pieces of clothing, three pieces of clothing, a little making out, a little tongue. This is that. And before you know it, you got her in some crazy X-rated position, getting, you know, F you, you know, the word. Um, so that's how the government gets you. That's what the government does to you. Little tiny things, you know, it's just, it's just a week. It's just two weeks. It's just three weeks. It's just a mask. It's just a vaccine. It's just, so the same way you would get someone in an X-rated position where you guys are doing explicit things uh, and you're slowly building up to that is the same way the government gets you in uh, folded in that position also. Um, you know, this, this it's just a mask. It's just a mess. It's a, no big deal. Yeah, look at us now. Uh, if you don't wear it, you're you're literally uh, killing grandmas. Insanity. But it's the same thing they do with everything. It's they've done the same thing with our rights. They've done the same thing. Amendment. It's death by a thousand tiny cuts because they understand that you're not going to take people over by force. You have to do it slowly before they realize what's going on. And that's the biggest problem that we have is that people go, "Oh, just do it. Who cares? Just do it." step and it's always like that with someone who wants compliance it's always like that with someone who wants to force something on you and someone who's taking something away from you it's never there's no there's never an end game it's always just we're going to keep going yeah and, and look at 9 11 
and, and you know, rest in peace to all the people and, and you know, God bless uh, our country for what we went through and stuff like that. But look at 9-11. Look at the rules that were implemented uh, uh, during 9-11. They never went away. You know what oh, I mean? They, they never went away. All those things. They said it was for our safety and it was to protect us. And they used it to spy on Americans and they used it to expand their power. Yeah. And look at TSA. You go to an airport, you're going to go on vacation to Puerto Rico. You're going to go on vacation, you know, some nice tropical island. And you're, you're damn near getting R-A-P-E-D by the uh, by the TSA people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, they let, and you know how many handguns accidentally get on flights every year? It's ridiculous. But, you know, <laughs> grandma, has to, grandma has to go through, you know, the full body scan where they take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's insanity jesus christ it's insanity and the thing is all i'm gonna tell you guys is on my show and i don't mean to show for my show but on oh, my shill, show shill away. You got yeah, time on my show i talk a lot about individuality personal responsibility i talk a lot about you know uh, uh grinding in life waking up every morning and, and attacking life head-on you know, all that hippie uh, inspirational stuff. I talk a lot about that stuff. But if there's anything that you can take away from this entire pandemic is that people are easily led. People are sheep. Come up with some business ideas. Come up with something because you can make some serious money with how uh, uh, non-intelligent uh, people actually are and how easily they follow and how they're easily led and, and how they easily just comply. So take this as a, a lesson and come up with a business idea because I'm pretty sure uh, 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 with what I've seen and people just comply, uh, uh, you could come up with something where you're, they're just throwing their money at you. Yeah. And, you know, we want, we wanted to open up with the whole Biden thing because the whole thing's absolutely ridiculous. Basically, threatening Americans if you don't take an experimental vaccine. Which one is absolutely absurd, and two is downright tyrannical. But I had you on mostly because you every single time you're on, we like to talk about culture. It's always about culture, and the whole problem that we have in this country is a culture problem: rise of crime, rise of violence, people not taking responsibility for their own lives, people just being the worst type of sheep you see it online now i think you might have posted it It was a bunch of extremely overweight people being on their arm talking about their health listen you're 350 pounds you're not healthy doesn't matter how many vaccines you take right <laughs> let's just be honest but i wanted to talk about where you see kind of western society going because your show is all about culture it's about helping men kind of realize what they need to do as men and how they can be more successful so do you see this kind of beta male culture rising, staying stagnant, or kind of on the decline? Okay, yeah. So what I see with the culture and the way people are going, and, and by the way, the people who are skeptical, all you have to do is literally download TikTok and just scroll through, and you'll see the most degenerate, most mind-numbing content that you, that you can consume. And this is what people are consuming this is what your kids are consuming on a daily basis. The leftists, they're controlling the media, the academia. They're controlling the entertainment. You know, they're trying to make Superman black. Uh, uh, and, you know, I love black characters. Static Shock is one of my favorite characters. Uh, Blade, you know, original black characters are great when they come out. And, you know, we love them, right? 
no, we got to change everything. And, you know, the mainstream media was just talking about some LGBTQ penguins. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this is, what is this? What is, where are we heading? So where I believe we're heading is I believe I see more men uh, living like a lone wolf uh, lifestyle. Like, you know what, I, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to do me and, and I'll have friends and I'll just live on my own and do this and do that. And if I got like a little girlfriend, cool, I don't, I don't. I see more uh, of a lone wolf uh, lifestyle with men. I see more women proposing to men to get married because men are going to start like opting out uh, of marriage. I see more of uh, poly relationships. That's when it's like one woman and multiple men or one man and multiple women. I see more lonely cat ladies. I see, uh, uh, you know, more strong, independent women who can't find a man. We are so far away from the 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 formula and the settings that that let the nuclear family uh, able, was able to let the nuclear family flourish. We are so far away from that that I genuinely do not see uh, it coming back unless. You know, we get like Venezuela-type socialism in America, unless we get like a, an invasion from um, ISLAM or from CHINA. Um, you know, something crazy, catastrophic, where it would force men back into their gender roles and women back into their gender roles, because. It, yeah, so it's at culture. Culture is, you know, the big thing. But then it all stems down to the family and the individual. If we don't have individuals following their gender roles and uh, creating families, uh, we just had, what, the lowest uh, uh, birth rate in America. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I see going. I see more lone wolf kind of things, more poly, more uh, lonely cat ladies. You know, that's where I see us heading. Unless something crazy happens, like Venezuela 2.0 or a, a certain religion in a certain country uh, take over. Yeah, so your audio is a little wonky. So for people who didn't catch it, I'm going to summarize it a little bit. Essentially, status what you're saying is that things are so... is on kind of on a runaway train where people don't have to worry about you know, surviving. They don't really have to worry about where their next meal comes from. So they can focus on all these wokeisms on, you know, oh, I don't need a man. I don't need all this stuff. We don't need to have a nuclear family. You know, it, 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 you know, do whatever you want. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Every, the past is terrible. Everything is, everything else is terrible because they don't need that. They don't feel that they need that structure, but it's all a lie. And we see it because we see in communities where you have single parent households that the children suffer, that they grow up, they're way more likely to be imprisoned. They're way more likely to be, vict be victims of abuse and be abusers. It doesn't work outside of that, but people are, have it. But we are crying in the streets over pronouns and we have people, people, listen, I love, I love my, I know you're not a religion guy. I love my religion. I love my people. You have Jew, but the Palestinian authority against Israel, because they're so bored that they believe that every single person who's not at the top of the food chain is automatically a victim. It's absolutely ridiculous what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So they um, only care about how it looks. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, just, just to, uh, uh, clarify something when it comes to religion, um, 
yes, I look at it in a, in a, in a practical, objective way. Like, for example, there's a story in the Bible of a guy who had superpowers uh, with his long hair. And then, you know, when he cut his hair, he lost his superpowers. So you look at these type of things and you kind of think to yourself, like, okay, this is kind of silly. But I very much believe that we need, uh, 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 you know, that Judeo Christian, whatever, you know, that that culture, that culture, that that Christian culture, that Jewish culture where it's family oriented. I very much believe that we need this. You know, we need it on a mass scale. We need people to be uh, more God fearing. Um, I personally live my life as a person who's God fearing, even if I don't essentially, you know, objectively believe in these these magical stories. You know, you know, a guy, you put two animals, you put two of each animal on a boat, you know, he had, you know, it it teaches you. Yeah, but the whole thing, like, uh, you know, don't be a thought, you know, don't be a a, a weakling. I think don't be a thought was commandment number three, right? That was number (laughs) three. Yeah, so um, all of that stuff I do, uh, I I do very much agree with. yeah, but when it comes to the culture, man, it, it is so deep rooted in how degenerate we have become, and and you know the 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 people on our side, more to the right, they're spineless. Uh, they let the the Democrats, the leftists, get away with murder. Uh, you know what they just got away with with this um, S T O L E N, you know, election. Um, you know, it's insane. And and the thing with the Democrats and the leftists is that no matter how wacky you are as a leftist, no matter how crazy you are, no matter how degenerate you are, they stick by each other. You had that guy, Andrew Gillum, in Florida having G-A-Y strippers in his hotel room doing M-E-T-H. And, and it's just like they threw in a little rug. Who cares? You know, oh, he's one of us. You know what I'm saying? But the people on our side, on the right, they're spineless. They let the left get away with everything. And, you know, they, 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 they have like this whole mentality like we need to be the bigger person. While the left, they play dirty. They're, they play dirty. They lowball. They, they, you know what I'm saying? That has been a big issue. Listen, there are people on the right who are starting to push back. And I think that's a big, that is the most important thing that we can do. But you're 100% right. We let the left take over academia. We let them take over big tech. And then we wonder why we're being shadow banned and why our ideas are being pushed out and why our kids are being taught garbage in our schools. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And the fact that the, you said it 100%, the left will, anyone who's on the left, they will, these people will back you up until the day you put on a Trump hat. That's what they'll do. A thousand percent, no matter what you do before you become, unless you become a conservative, they will back you up. But then you have Tim Scott, this country, and you have, I've never seen more racist hatred vitriol headed towards a black public figure in my entire life. It's absolutely ridiculous. But this is what they do because they have, they're what you believe. If you're on the right, it's just, you're evil. So you're evil, so no matter what you say, it doesn't matter who you are, you're automatically wrong because their ideology cannot be challenged. And the pro- and that has happened because we've allowed them to take everything over. And the time to push back is right now. If we don't take back the country, start taking back the country now, it will be gone. 
we will have Venezuela type socialism because all these people, Bernie Sanders, we've been talking about this last three episodes. What Scandinavian socialism is. One, it's not socialism, it's welfareism backed by capitalism. Yeah. Two, it's not pushed by corporate um, taxes, which is what he wants to do. That's not how Scandinavia does it. They yeah. tax the middle class. The middle class pays for everything in Scandinavia, and they know it won't fly in America. That's why he talks about it's like revenge on the successful people. Yeah, and, and another, who have never been successful, and they want revenge on people who have worked for everything in their life. Yeah, and another reason why it works is because their population isn't that large, and their population is homogenous. Yep. Uh, a lot of people don't understand how, how big uh, of a role homogeny plays in the behaviors of people, in the way the culture um, develops. Homogeny has a lot to do. Um, you know, here in America, we don't have much homogeny. We have maybe neighborhoods with homogeny, but we don't have homogeny as a whole, which is why you got people pulling in different directions. In a homogenous country, everyone sort of, you know, let's, we're all walking that way. All right, we're all walking that way. Let's go. And you, you feel know, a deeper they, connection to people because you share all these cultural things. That's why a long time when America, you know, when people started immigrating to America, people, Italians went to certain neighborhoods. Jews went to certain that people would help them pull everything together because you had that common connection. We don't really have that in America anymore because we're so spread out. One, listen, that's not a bad thing that we have a bunch of different people, but it's the reason why things like socialism and the reason why we have so many culture issues right now is because you have groups who have been pigeonholed essentially by the government into believing one type of way that their culture needs to operate and it keeps it wants everything nice and lined up. They don't want people doing what they want to do. Yeah. In a society when you don't have homogeny, it does it doesn't work. You can't have that because you're gonna have people who want to do things one way, right? We have you have a culture of people. Let's talk about the, the Asian community is extremely successful. They're actually the most successful per capita right now. Biz, small business owners, they send their kids to top schools to get degrees in, in jobs that pay a lot of money. They're extreme. They're Asian. So the problem is that you're going to have people who understand that you need to work. In order to be successful, you have to work. Now, when you take away the incentive for people to become successful because you're going to have nobody working. No, they're not going to work a high-paying job. If you told me if I made a million dollars, you're going to tax half my money, guess what? Um, I think I'm just going to make about 400 k keep more of my money, and just put it in the bank. I'm not going to invest it in making money and make more jobs because I'm going to get punished for that. Yeah, it, it kills incentivization. And uh, I want to touch on what you said earlier that um, they'll just vilify you uh, with anything that you say. And of, of one small little detail – that would create more homogeny is if everyone who came here would speak English. But the thing is, if you say that, you're a hateful, evil person. But look at this. Let's just say a Chinese businessman and a German businessman, they meet in Germany somewhere in, around the world. What language do they speak? English. Yeah, if you get a Brazilian businessman, he meets with a Russian businessman. They meet together somewhere. They're going to speak English. English is going to be the 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 mediator uh, between the two uh, languages. But you know so why they push that narrative status? It's because if you if all these people coming from South America learned English, 
they'd be able to get better jobs. They'd be able to be more informed about what's going on in the community. They would understand that if they become citizens, they can get better jobs. But if they don't speak English, outside world, and whoever that connection is can tell them whatever they want. That's the problem. It keeps them dependent on that connection to the, to the rest of the country. Yeah. Not learning English keeps you unsuccessful. English, yeah. The kids in my school. Oh, don't speak. Don't speak like you're white. Okay. Don't, yeah, don't, don't speak proper English and get a good job so you can make a lot of money. Listen, you're at home with your friends. Speak however the hell you want. I don't care. I don't, I don't speak like when you're at a job, speak properly, take advantage of the opportunity and become successful. That's not racist. That's called being smart. So do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, oh, the man is keeping me down and will never be successful no matter what we do. In New York City, uh, they just put and, and you know, I'm, I, I love art from all different cultures. You know, oh, I, God, I, learned to, I learned to appreciate art. You know, I learned to appreciate music, you know, all types of stuff. But they put this crying African like baby or something. And, and this is just a symbolism of you know, they're killing us. They're hurting us. You know, we're victims. We, we, we need to, this mentality that no matter what you do, you'll never move up in life is a loser's mentality. And if you, if you have this mentality, the type of actions that you do in your life are like these, whatever actions, these fuck it actions, you know, uh, and those actions are what create the loser life, not the man. Because let's just say today I wake up and no matter what I do, I'll never be successful. Then guess what? I'm going to go hang out with my friends. If no matter what I do, I won't be successful. Then I might as well smoke some weed and, and, you know, and just walk around the neighborhood and do nothing with myself. If no matter what I do, I'm, I'm not going to be successful. Then I'm going to waste my time. I'm going to waste my time doing, you know, dumb stuff. And that's the biggest lie that they can tell you. Because look, the oh my, okay, good. Again, this is the problem with doing a live show. Sometimes the internet lags. LeBron James, one of the possibly one of the most successful black men in the history of America, telling all, all these other black men that they can't do anything. Dude, is about to be a billionaire. Okay, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. Barack Obama was in the White House for eight years. Oh, you, but you can't succeed. What do you? You were president of the United States. You're the most powerful man in the free world. See, it's absolute nonsense because once you believe that you can succeed, you will take those steps to be successful. Um, there's a book that we had the kids read in school. It's called The Other West Moore. And it's about two guys named West Moore. One of them, his parent, his mom made certain choices. The other one, you know, it's all about choices, right? They made certain choices. Then he made his own certain personal choices. One West Moore ended up committing a jewelry store robbery that ended with the death of a police officer, and he spent life in prison. The other one, was one of the, is one of the is, I think he's the CEO of um, Robinhood trading the trading app. He was a Rhodes Scholar. He worked in the office, same office as Condoleezza Rice. Same neighborhood. Same. People believed in him. He believed in himself, and he made the right choices. The other one, no one told him that he could be better than a drug dealer, and that's what he became. And he ended up in prison for the rest of his life. Again, you have to tell, especially when they're young. Tell them that they can they tell these kids it doesn't matter what color it doesn't. It really doesn't matter what color you are. Okay. I know it's an unpopular opinion amongst the left, but it's a hundred percent true. It does not matter. It matters 
choices that you make. If you have a young child and you're in a poor neighborhood, tell that kid, listen, we're going to do everything we can to get you out of this neighborhood to make you successful. And tell that kid that he will be successful as long as he puts in the work, because that's the truth. Yeah. And, and another thing uh, with the culture is that it, that if you do good, if you make good decisions, then you're a dweeb, you're a dork, you know, you're you're a, 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 a you're a nerd, you're a you're lame. <laughs> yeah, you're you know what I'm saying. So uh, that's another thing that we need to attack is that hey, you know, it's okay to like for example, I'll watch a Batman movie or whatever, and I and I, I'm not I'm I don't I'm not motivated to jump off of rooftops. So I am smarter to understand. Hey, I love I love hip hop music. I love these things. When I hear things about, you know, shoot a, shoot a guy up and, you know, steal his chain and go to his mama's house and rob her house. To me, it's just like a movie, but it gets in my head like a like an action drama movie or whatever, you know. But a lot of people, they take this stuff seriously. This is, you know, this is like real life to them. Um, and it's just deep rooted in, in everything, in the culture, in, you know, uh, family, being more family oriented, everything. Uh, even in school, um, they teach them this stuff like, oh, th there was this guy who was this specific color and, you know, uh, he got hurt by police and, you know, you got to be careful out here. This, it's like, how does this benefit a young child to listen to this all day long, all day long, all day long? But Sass, what, what they leave out is the last 15 years of that guy being a career criminal. I tell the kids in my school all the time. I work basically exclusively with minority kids. I tell them, if you are not a criminal, I, I will put 99.9999%. If you are not out past 2 a.m., you're going to be fine. I promise you. And they all get it because I've been telling them this for a while and they understand it. And these kids actually have really good, um, they really have really good home situations. All of them are adopted, but they have very good home situations with really caring parents who really want to see them succeed. But if you're going to be a criminal, look at every single person like George Floyd, all these guys, all criminals for years. Eric Garner, criminal. Michael Brown, criminal. Trayvon Martin, criminal. All these people are criminals. It's never just, oh, to try to make himself better, happened to be out at nine o'clock at night. The cops rolled up and shot him in the face. That doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not what's going on. Let's listen. Does there need to be reform on on and have more training? You can always have better training. A hundred percent. And I speak to cops about this a lot. They say the exact same thing. Pay for training. Make guys go to training multiple times a year, not just once, twice, or three times. Once a month, make these guys training, hands-on training, all of these things, how to make better felt better felony stops. Okay? You don't need to be hands-on on a felony stop. You can do it all verbally. Okay, it, do, it doesn't need to be this, you know, better training, 100%. But they're not interacting with innocent people. Because when you go into these communities, and a former host, Solomon Tack, went into these communities and talked to people, they want more police. These are the only thing protecting them from the criminals. But this lie that's pushed on the left is just used to push division. And it's really, really disgusting how they do this because we had the, the shooting, what was it, Columbus, Ohio, from being stabbed. And what was the message from LeBron James? Accountability. This guy's going down. Yeah. He saved a young black girl. The other, She was mid-stab. 
She literally, her arm was cocked back with a large kitchen knife, mid-stab. Come on, people. Like, let's be real here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the thing is, um, you we see a specific pattern. So, for example, why don't we, as human beings, why don't we walk up and hug, you know, tigers and stuff like that? Because we saw specific patterns that, hey, you, you know, you walk up and hug a tiger, um, you know, you it'll kill you. So, we learn specific things, all types of different plants. As human beings, we learned not to touch. This is pattern recognition. You know what I mean? So why can't we recognize, hey, this pattern of victimhood, this pattern of single motherhood, this pattern of, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, being disrespectful to police, this pattern is not leading down a good path. Maybe we need to change something around, but it doesn't. Because you got people like leftists, you got people like Democrats that constantly spew uh, uh, things to keep these be these beliefs alive in order to continue having people's votes, in order to keep having their foot on people's necks, in order to keep having power over people. You know, people keep trusting and trusting and trusting in the government. And as we can see through history with pattern recognition, once again, the government usually makes bad decisions. We never go look back in time and say, oh, you know, the government did X and that was a good choice. You know what I'm saying? Everything it never, that never, it never happens. But what they do with the whole single mothering is they point the finger at everybody else. So they point the finger at racism. They point the finger at Jim Crow and all this stuff that's been gone for, for over half a century. And they blame everything on that instead of going, hey, being on welfare is not good for you. It's not good for your kids and it's not going to be good for your grandkids. What is good is improving. Instead of putting all this money into welfare benefits, put it in to college scholarships for single mothers. I'm a hundred. I would rather my tax dollars go to commute for single mothers to be able to go to correct instead of paying for welfare benefits, because that would actually help improve their lives and the lives of their children. Because welfare is scraps, and it's meant to be scraps because you're not supposed to stay on it for three generations. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, another thing, like, for example, um, in the Dominican Republic, um, you know, Dominicans here in the in the uh, so, so your viewers know um, I'm American. My parents are Dominican, but I'm very much in tune with my uh, Dominican roots. Um, so you will have like a guy, he'll come to the United States, um, a Dominican guy. He'll open up like a bodega or something or some kind of restaurant, Dominican restaurant. Then he'll bring like his cousin, his cousin will work for him. And then the cousin will work for him until he has enough money to open up his own bodega or his own restaurant. And you see it with the Jewish community. You see it with the Asian community. You see it with a lot of Hispanic communities that, you know, oh, okay, uh, I, I'll do this and then I'll put you on. And then you put someone else on and then you put someone else on. Uh, but in uh, the black community, it's more like this person's moving up in life. We need to rob him. You know, we we need to we need to jack him. We need to kill him. We need to take his stuff. Uh, um, it, ha yeah, it, it happens way too much with that. And my my stepbrother is um, well, he's half black and half Jewish, so um, he's bluish. But they're both black. They're both their children are black. They live in Bed Stuy. They own they own two brownstones. He went to Johns Hopkins. He got a law degree. His what they do real estate. They hustle their ass so that their kids can have a better life, and they teach that to their kids. Their kids work their asses off in school. 
They're both brilliant. And they see it in the community. And I've, I've talked to him. He goes, yes, the, the community is up and coming, but you still have those people who are trying to drag it back down. And he's like, I don't, don't, we don't want those people in the community because what they're going to do is they're going to make the community feel unsafe. People who want to open businesses, people who want to be successful, higher caliber or improve their lives are going to go, we need to get out of here. And then it just brings everything down because then the only people moving in are the people like those guys on the corner trying to sell drugs. So you have to fix the culture. You have to make that dealer culture, the, you know, unsuccessful, you know, scamming the welfare system while selling drugs, all that, that whole culture, you need to make it non-existent. If you really want to improve your community, that needs to disappear. Once that disappears, high levels of success, you'll be able to bring in businesses. You can have three guys on the block. Oh, we're friends. Okay. Let's open a store. We're going to hire two local kids so we can keep them off the street. That's what you need to have done. It's proven the left does is they blame everything on racism oh you can't do that just because you're black it won't work because of racism so guess what we're going to give you welfare and we're going to take care of you because when you're a big government party you need people relying on you in order to stay in power and that's what they do yeah yeah and the thing is that the the thing that used to uh, and going back to religion the thing that used to dictate the culture was religion you know, you were afraid of certain things because the way you would be viewed in your religion, the way that, you know, things, certain things that are unacceptable. Since we started leaving that and going more towards government, government is God, basically. Uh, the government has created systems, has created uh, basically things that incentivize bad behavior it incentivizes you not to work on your marriage it incentivizes you not to you know do better in life try to move up it incentivizes you to make bad decisions because these safety nets that they create are actually you know uh um basically uh, they're they're hoarding you into a, sh a sheep pen you know that's what they're hoarding you into uh so you can become dependent on the sheep herder you know the sheep, uh, uh, the guy, the the guy in charge of the sheep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, the, the shepherd. The shepherd. There it is. <laughs> I lost that word. Uh, but yeah, so all these incentivization uh, things that the government creates is why we have people that don't work on their marriages, don't uh, uh, don't decide to move up in life, and things like that. It, it's so it all stems to government. This is why. You know, they actually they ask me, well, what are you? Are you a, a Republican? This is I'm like, look, man, I'm a nationalist. I'm a capitalist. And all I know is I want the government out of my freaking life. Okay. As long as they're, you know, policing and fire department and, you know, military and stuff like that. Cool. But besides that, you know, uh, all these every every year oh we got to vote in this person because they're going to do they're going to pass this and pass that how many more laws do we have to pass you know the ones on the books don't do anything right now anyway the whole thing's ridiculous <laughs> yeah it's insanity bro insanity all right uh, uh, all right Sadis, that is going to be our show for today i want to thank you once again for coming on why don't you tell the folks at home where they can find more about you on social media and where they can find your show Okay, so if you want to uh, uh, be in tune with the loony uh, leftist content, go to uh, at the dot gym status, G-Y-M-S-T-A-T-U-Z. Uh, my original page uh, got um, 
uh, threatened to get deleted because I was posting uh, videos of uh, a specific race beating up on a, another specific race. Um, and they said, like, you're posting too many violent videos, stuff like that. So they threatened to delete me. So I stopped doing that. And now I just post my personal life, you know, out having fun, stuff like that, encouraging other men to do the same, to, you know, live life and make good decisions. Uh, but if you want to see the wacky leftist content where I expose leftists and I expose the degenerate culture that leftism has created, go to at the dot gym status, the period gym status. Find your show. Yeah, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Also, the links are on the all over the Instagram. So, uh, yeah. All right, says once again, thank you so much, guys. And guys, thank you for listening. Anyone who watched live, we are back live. We hopefully will not be banned. Status, thank you so much for spelling everything out. Hopefully <laughs> that will help us avoid the ban. But guys, make sure once again to visit our store, EmpireStateConservatives.com, uh, for all of our shirts, hats, everything. Back into spreading the message of conservatism, trying to fix New York. And make sure to check out Gabe and I next week on redlibertymedia.com's podcast where we'll be talking about constitutional issues related to the second amendment and make sure to follow us on facebook at empire state conservatives on instagram at underscore empire state conservatives and on twitter at which i'm probably going to get banned on because i said some uh i told joe biden to go f himself <laughs> he told me i had to wear a mask if i don't want to take the vaccine yeah empire state cons so for that everybody be safe and don't let fear take your freedom 